Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Hey there, cokeheads and dickheads, harlots and whores. This is Billy Persida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Ooh, how you doing, everybody? What's going on? Uh, man, am I excited for this week's episode. It, let me tell you, if you are new to this podcast, I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex and dating and sexuality and love. And uh, this week's guest is a one-time hookup and fellow stand-up comedian, Alex Engelbert. And I cannot wait to share her with you in a little bit. But first, show date people, January 5th, Alex and I will be having a rematch roast battle at New York Comedy Club. If you do not know what a roast battle is, uh, let me put it in in terms that you kinky people can can understand. It's consensual non-consent with words. Yes, we are going to just insult each other in the most vilest, uh, most problematic, most offensive ways we can cleverly think of. And goddamn, is it fun and uh, and funny. So it's going to be a really fun time. If you want to get tickets for that, uh, you can get $5 tickets with the promo code Billy if you go to New York Comedy Club. Again, that's January 5th. Also, uh, this is the last call. If anyone in the greater New York area is interested in doing like a fan whore meetup for the No Pants subway ride on January 8th, I need your RSVPs now so I know roughly how many people I can be expecting. Email me at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Uh, thank you, by the way, everybody, you know, for tuning in every week. Much appreciated. If you can, please leave a rating and review for the Man Whore Podcast on iTunes. It helps out in ways uh, maybe you do or don't understand. And if you're not an iTunes user, hey, I get it. If you could just leave a rating at minimum on whatever app you like to use, it will help other people discover the show on their own. Even though I know you're all telling all your friends and family and coworkers and roommates, right? Right? Oh man, uh, I have. It's been a week. I got it, it. Christmas has been coming early for this whore, and I got. I got to thank all of you. Holy shit! Just the kindness that's been coming out. Random donations, random Amazon wish gift items, random packages. I was not expecting coming in the mail. You know, one guy sent me uh, his book that he's like self-publishing. I'm like, all right, cool. I guess I'm reading this. Another another uh, a gay listener out in Philly. He goes, "Hey man, I want to get you these uh, <laughs> these like boy shorty. They're like spandexy type underwear. It, they're boxer briefs. I would never wear." He says, "I want to buy you these boxer briefs." I'm like, "Hey, thanks, dude. But like, I'm really kind of more of a commando guy myself. I don't really have a need for them." He goes, "No, nah, no, nah, seriously, these are great. Paige will love them, and I'll love getting them for you." He's very insistent. So I said, hey, look, how's this for a deal? For every book you buy me off of my Amazon wish list, you can buy me a pair of boxer briefs and I'll send you like a thank you photo uh, in the briefs holding the books. Got me three new pairs of kind of uncomfortably slutty underwear and three books that I really needed on on screenwriting. So uh, thank you, dude, for those. I can't name her because she hates it when she sends me stuff and I thank her on air, but I, I just cannot ignore this other package I get from a longtime listener, big fan of the show. She's a goddamn angel. I get I get a package and I get she sends me an email, says like, hey, I'm sending you something and 
you're going to have to sign for it. And I'm getting very nervous that it's like, like a car or a laptop. I'm just like, what, what would I have to sign for? And then, it, then I get an email from UPS saying, hey, you have to be over 21. So I'm like, oh, cool. It's just booze. Maybe she got me like a really nice bottle of whiskey. And then I get this package and she sends me, but I get this wonderful box of ninja bread cookies. They're little gingerbread men, but they're all in like martial arts poses, right? That seems great, but that wasn't all. There's a card. And I'm like, great. I love cards. I love seeing what people write to me. I open up the card. There's gift cards in there. I'm like, okay, there's a Zappos gift card, which was great. Um, she has, she had a really fun dig. It's a, it was a $75 Zappos gift card. And it says, I don't want to tell you how to, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but shoes maybe. And because I very often refer to having uh, shoes with holes in them because I'm a poor person. Paige really enjoyed that. Uh, there's also a very generous gift card to Airbnb. It could it could house me for like a long weekend in in a nice place, and then and then there's a free plane ticket on Southwest to basically anywhere I needed to go in the U.S. And so like I kind of went numb with all all the kindness from you people, all this stuff that's been coming in. My body's kind of numb, and I can't say thank you enough. So I I mean I seriously love you all. Uh, stuff like that. The emails, the tweets, all of it really kind of makes this show worth doing. It, it makes it worth embarrassing myself by putting my sex life on the internet. So seriously, thank you all so much. I'm very, uh, I'm very excited. I'm going to use that plane ticket, obviously, for the podcast. I haven't decided where yet, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to use it to go get more episodes with more of my ex-partners. Po- possibly might do like a Florida Round as a bunch of girls who live down there, or I may make another trip out to the West Coast. Uh, we'll see which region yields more. Yes, Billy, I'll come on your podcast and admit that I touched your penis. Uh, responses. Uh, those are those are not the easiest to come by. Uh, I you know I've been getting a lot of reactions from that Emily episode from a couple weeks ago. Uh, she was probably you know she's what she's like two heartbreaks ago. I think is how we count it. And uh, people really seem to react strongly to that episode. I'm really glad y'all enjoyed it. I was very, that was one of the more nervous episodes I think I've ever recorded. And you can all hear like there's a, there's like a discomfort in both of our voices for like the first half hour after not seeing each other for years, after having a very, very ugly breakup, I guess you'd call it. Um, You know, one, one, yeah, you know, one writer, Stephanie, writes, uh, you know, Emily number four, and she calls her Emily number four. Emily number four's episode was wonderful. I don't think she's the worst. I actually can identify with why and how she did things. Remnant hurt and confusion in your voice in the beginning was very familiar in conversations I've had like that. As always, your range is wonderful. You are exceptional at conveying your humanity. Thank you, Stephanie. Another, uh, on, uh, there's a comment on the Man Whore Podcast subreddit where there are individual comment threads for every episode at r slash man whore podcast. Uh, Hentai IQ writes, please tell that poor woman that she isn't hated. Speaking only for myself and a couple friends, but really, she never came off as a villain. Hearing her well-spoken regret and worry about her behavior was kind of heartbreaking. It sounded like a complicated situation. Judging from the descriptions, she could have dealt with it all a little, a little bit better, but you definitely could have also. To be frank, even from the original mention of the quote-unquote uh, quote breakup, I sympathized with her. 
There are very few ways to let someone down without hurting them. When one's person, when one person's feelings are much stronger than the other. You knew what you were getting into and made some pretty big assumptions about her feelings, which is where some of your anger seemed to stem from. This isn't to put you down, Billy. This is, an, this is an example of something I really like about the show. You're very transparent in your descriptions. It's usually pretty clear to the discerning listener if you might be at fault. It seems that you share hasty, raw emotion, which can reveal a whole lot when it's honest. That honesty and thoroughness gets us more than your point of view. The audience can see fault in your logic, even while empathizing and admiring. But yeah, then Natanya does sound like an actual villain. Oh boy. Uh, hope Natanya doesn't hear that or she will probably never get on the show. Um, th- thank you, Hentai IQ, for, the, for that honest response. Look, I never, yeah, I never claim to always be the good guy. I never claim to always be right. I just claim to be right somewhat often. Uh, oh, wow, am I a douche. Okay, uh, I got uh, an email. As you all know, from time to time, people want to get advice from me for some weird reason, and I'm happy to give it. Uh, I get this one email from a guy named Oscar. He wants to get some help with hooking up with people on the internet, answering casual sex ads on, say, Reddit or Craigslist or what have you. Oscar writes, hey, Billy, I've been listening to you for quite some time, and since you are a random acts of blowjob veteran, I wanted to ask you for advice on having success on there. I've sent out a few responses and have received very few in return. I would like to have your take on how to put together a well-written response that may catch a lady's attention. What is something I should be doing and not be doing in a response? Thanks, Oscar. Uh, Okay, so let me fill in anyone who's confused at that term, random acts of blowjob. There is a subreddit on that website many of you don't understand called Reddit, where people with penises want to get them sucked and... People want to suck penises, and it, it matches members with mouths, is what it does. And I, there's also an alternative one, uh, Random Acts of Muff Dive. Same concept. Instead, it's just uh, it's with pussies with tongues. And I have, I've done six, ran, I believe, six Random Acts of Muff Dive, and, and I've received several Random Acts of Blowjob. And this advice I'm going to give also applies to Craigslist or anything else where you're seeking out like anonymous sex from strangers on the internet in like a personals ad kind of setting. And I think the first rule I got to say for the dudes uh, or dudes seeking women, I'm going to clarify, don't really know how y'all dudes seeking dudes do it, but no dick pics, guys. Come on, put them away. No dick pics unless asked for. All right. Typically, women don't want to see your cock unless they've asked to see it or unless they know the person attached to the penis. So put that fucking thing away, okay? It's a huge turnoff. It's like usually the first way to be not invited to have sex with someone on the internet. But if she she says, yeah, let me see your dick, fucking go for it. Until then, hold off. Uh, Another thing, full response, please. Yo, take the time to write more than a one-liner, all right? If, if, If you won't put the effort into a message, what's to make her think you're going to put effort into the sexual encounter? If you're on random acts of muff dive saying like, yeah, girl, I can eat your pussy mad good. Uh, and that's it. I mean, if you if you can't, why does she why is she going to think you're going to work real hard for her pleasure? If you won't put the mental energy of like less than 90 seconds in the crafting three to six sentences. 
So put a little bit of thought power into it. For some of you, some people have told me, well, that sounds like so much work just for some sex. I'm like, great. Then maybe seeking out anonymous sex on the internet is not for you. Another argument to to writing a full message is especially on something like random acts of blowjob, where this is really all about you receiving an orgasm. Like you need the full response to show why she's picking you over the hundreds of other penises messaging her. Why the fuck should she blow you? What makes you so goddamn special? And let me give you a hint. It's probably not your cock. Sorry to break it to you, but your dick ain't that special usually. So what is it about you that you're going to offer to the table? Is it a scenario? Is it a setting? Is it an attitude? Is it conversation? Is it dinner? Is it your six-pack abs? That will sometimes influence people. So craft a full response, guys. Don't be lazy. Uh, Here's another one. Be transparent. And I know that's easy for me to say. But honestly, transparency is going to is going to be the quickest way for someone to feel comfortable and safe with you. When they see like, oh, this is a real person, so I'm not getting catfished. That's their Facebook page. They gave me their phone number. Although you don't always have to give your phone number. I'm very risky when it comes out to giving out contact info. I just emailed a listener my uh, my home address so he can mail me a book. That might have been a mistake. But, you know, try to be as transparent as you're comfortable with and and reassure that you're totally willing to give that out uh, more information out down the road. But like you should always be sending pictures should include a face picture. If you can send comfortably a Facebook profile link or something of that nature, that all is just think of it this way. It's less hoops for her to jump through. The more hoops, the more work she has to do. And why does she want to do a bunch of work to blow you? There are a bunch of other dicks that are going to give her less of a hard time. Having said that, don't do shit you're not comfortable with. Like at the end of the day, you got to be comfortable. There's always a little bit of discomfort, especially with anonymous sex on the internet. But like at the end of the day, like you want to feel comfortable about putting that out there. And you know what? Maybe seeking anonymous sex on the internet isn't for you. That's got that's going to be your your thing. That's got to be your decision. Uh, for those of you concerned about blackmail, well, you know what? They're on there too. If they obtained your shit from something, if it gets out, they have to admit that they were on there as well. And if you're worried about being blackmailed because you're cheating, well, don't be fucking cheating. Uh, another tip: Don't be mad. Okay, don't take. It personal if you don't get a response, okay? These women are getting literally hundreds of messages. Hundreds. I organized a Reddit gangbang, okay? Uh, if you all remember my episode with Liz, right? Okay, we did, uh, I did a, a Reddit-themed gangbang on random acts of blowjob, and I was doing the recruiting, so I was getting the guys together. That means I put out the ads on Craigslist and on Reddit, and I got 100 responses. They knew I was a man. They knew this was a group sex experience. And that got like 100 responses. So ones where it's just one chick wants one dick, man, that's getting hundreds. She may not have read yours. She may have found someone already. So don't uh, message back like, why the fuck didn't you respond? Or if she said, or if she does respond and then goes like, oh, no, thank you. You know, or if she responds and then stops responding. Don't get mad. It's fine to check in. You know, say, hey, what's going on? But don't, 
Don't get mad at her. That's not fair to her. She does not owe you anything. Even if she responds, she does not owe you a blowjob at that point. She never owes you a blowjob. So just don't get mad. And and I think the last most important thing, and it feeds into the don't get mad, but like, don't need it. Don't need to get that anonymous sex from Craigslist or Reddit. Don't need it so badly that it's going to make you so angry if you don't. Reddit or Craigslist, like the internet should be supplementing your dick's income. Think about it like that. Like it should be the side job. It should not be, your blowjob should not rely on a subreddit. Okay, if if you're having a hard time talking to women, even if you use the internet, that's great um, because maybe you're more comfortable meeting women online than in person. That's fine. But you shouldn't like rely, like you shouldn't have like this, uh, this urge, uh, need that you're going to turn into a fucking monster pants should you not get what you want. You never look good when you throw a temper tantrum. You look like a fucking toddler. And no one wants to blow a toddler. So good luck with that, Oscar. And, uh, you know, I hope you get some success at some point. I hope maybe you get success not just on Reddit, maybe somewhere else. Okay, uh, and now for now for the ladies, right? Okay, before we get to my guest this week, Alex Engelbert, last week I released a mini bonus episode exclusively to Level 2 and Up supporters on Patreon. This episode was with uh, Corinne Nicole, who is a singer, musician here in New York City. I actually met her at What the Float, that silent floating dance party I always like to tell you all about. And she, up until recently, identified as demisexual. So we had a really great conversation about sexual desire and uh, her oversharing father and, you know, how she is grappling with labels. So I want to play a chunk for y'all where, well, we explore a little bit more about her sexual desire as a low libido woman. Do you masturbate? Yes. You And is that come and that's and, that, and that, again, yes. That and comes from an urge like desire to? No, it kind of just comes from boredom. Comes from boredom? <laughs> that's, Honestly. That's very fair. I mean, it's just like, mm-hmm, can't sleep. Uh, All right. That's fair. That's and fair. And then, so, but, but yeah, no. But it definitely doesn't, I'm, I'm definitely not a visual person, but I know a lot of women. Do you, are. like, read erotica, then, is, if you're less visual? Uh, I no, but I read poetry. But yeah, no. you'll read you you jerk off the poetry. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that makes me actually feel something. But no, no. But I mean, like when you're masturbating, what is it? Since you're not visual, you said if you're not watching porn, do you go just thoughts or you thoughts thoughts? thoughts. Okay, thoughts definitely thoughts. Like thoughts of baking cakes. What are we? <laughs> no, <laughs> no people, people that I'm intimate with. But okay. yeah, and again, as I said, that's why I kind of stepped back from the demisexuality thing because I was like, okay, well, maybe this is just how Corinne operates. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and what? How? Why did the relationship back in the summer end? <laughs> was it because of the sex drive stuff? Um. Yes and no. It was. It was a. It was a combined thing. It was a lot of different. It's. I mean, I think a lot of it stemmed from that, and mm-hmm. then from there, just kind of everything else blew up from that main point. But it was a combination of a lot of different. Well, things. when you're dating, like, I mean, do you are you did you use apps or websites, or were you meeting people in person? Person. Okay, and so so you're not like targeting people. Like for example, you're not targeting people under the ace umbrella. You're not targeting people with like certain sex drives. So you're just meeting people and hoping for the best. 
Yeah, Not I like mean, I meet work. people, and that's. I don't know. I also. I mean, I. I've never done Tinder or mm-hmm. any of those other things. Again, that's also asking me to be attracted to somebody physically at first and being like, right. okay, yeah. Then, There's a app. So it's like, hard. There's an app. I don't remember. Because I'm what like, it, well, what if you're a beautiful human being? Like, I don't care what you are. Well, you know, so that, that's hard for Which me. Which I remember reading a couple years ago about an app that came out. It was like Tinder, but instead of seeing the picture first, you only saw either a quote from them or you saw like their you saw their bio first. And if it was a mutual match, then you saw pictures. Oh, and that seems like it would be for you. That would be better. If I could remember the name of it. Yeah. You have to tell me. <laughs> uh, I'll have to look that up. Okay. Okay. Um, so what's... Hmm. I mean, have you thought about just like trying to target people who fall under that I mean, category? I, again, I did go to I, anime conventions. I mean, <laughs> I did. I did then. I did at that point in my life. But again, as I said, now I'm just trying to experiment in all things and trying to open my own idea of what I believe sex is. And what are some of those things that you're experimenting with? Uh, I mean, a bunch of different things. A, a bunch of. I mean, I mean, honestly, it's more mental it's more self-awareness than it is like objects give me give me an example of that uh, just because i i can't understand it because i've never experienced mm-hmm. that i'm just horny like almost all the <laughs> not all the time i get sad uh but even when i'm sad like the sad <laughs> the sad jerk is one of my one of the lower points in my life is uh-huh. whenever you know you jerk off and i'm just like really sad like i got into a fight with the girlfriend over the weekend right mm-hmm. and like i I was like, I, there's no way I'm going to masturbate. But like, maybe six hours later, okay, fine. Like, uh, uh, this, I'm not going to enjoy this, but I just need to drain the snake. So if you'd like to hear that entire show, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. That will be made available to you at the $4 and up levels, as well as dozens of other bonus episodes of the Man Whore Podcast. Including a bonus episode, uh, the cutting room floor of my episode with Emily. Again, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Podcast. And if you want to check out Corinne Nicole and her music and who she is, uh, you can follow her on Instagram at Corinne underscore Nicole, Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E underscore Nicole. Now, this week's episode is with... Uh, a firecracker of an individual. Uh, although, oddly enough, we, I kind of got a tamed down version of Alex when she came over on Monday. That was very interesting. Uh, this was the first time I've really streamed a full episode of the Man War podcast online early. Yeah, if you follow me on Periscope or if you like the Man War podcast fan page on Facebook, then you had the opportunity to see uh, our episode record live or to watch it uh, Monday night or on Tuesday. Alex is a fellow stand-up comedian here in New York City, and, you know, a couple years ago, I, I forget how exactly I met her. I th- it must have been at some open mic or another, and I guess we got to talking and took, you know, said, hey, let's go out to drinks and had a good time. She's, you know, crazy hot, and we had good conversation. And then uh, <laughs> a very frustrating path to fucking afterwards. Uh, we, we only really hooked up once, but Christ, were there so many false starts and flakes and ghosting, and uh, by the end of it, just a very angry romp session, uh, and then never again. And Alex and I are doing a roast battle rematch at New York Comedy Club on January 5th, as I said earlier. So we thought we would uh, hype up the roast battle and have her on today. And wow, it, uh, shocking topics of conversation 
that I did not expect we would get into. We talk a lot about consent, abusive relationships, feminism, older men, and stand-up comedy. Talk, do a little comedy shop talk. Really had a good time with that. Uh, just to contextualize where we come in. So we recorded nearly two hours. The first chunk is a lot of it is about relationships and jealousy and, uh, you know, uh, leaving a knife in an ex-boyfriend's uh, mailbox, stuff like that. And then we and then out of nowhere, she kind of pivots us into this talk about like abuse and consent. I go like, this is where I want to start. But all the relationship stuff is really good. So here's what I've done is I've turned that into a full length bonus episode uh, for level three and up fan whores on Patreon. That's going to come out tomorrow. So if you're on the $10 and up level, uh, you will be able to hear that tomorrow. Today, you all hear us. You'll basically, you're going to hear us. It's going to seem like a normal episode, but I just wanted you to know that we had been already talking for like 45, 50 minutes, but I hope you all really enjoy this. Uh, any comics, uh, listen to any comic friends of mine who are listening. This is, uh, this is definitely a different Alex Engelbert than we're used to. I don't know how uh, it seemed honest to me. Maybe this is just what sober Alex is like, and uh, it'd be really cool if we saw more of this Alex. I really liked it. If, there, if, if I had experienced this Alex two years ago, who knows? Maybe we would have gone out again. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it with Alex Engelbert. But now I'm just a crazy person in relationships, and I just jumped to think. You know what the hard thing, too, though, is I'm dating somebody right now who a lot of mm-hmm. people know. Yeah. And an, an older comic how how many years older? 21. 21 years older. Yep. How, how do you feel about that? Is that the first time you've gone that much older? That much older, yes. Yeah. What was the oldest before then? Probably like 10, 11, like 15 maybe. Yeah. Okay. But honestly though, I don't really look at the age difference as like a big thing. It's not, there's no like, diff- it does, it's not weird to you? No. Because honestly, like I just genuinely enjoy spending time with him yeah. so much and I genuinely like enjoy like everything like about him as a person that I just like, I don't really see the age gap as like a big thing. Like sure. to me, like I don't, it's it just like any me. other relationship except he takes a couple extra pills. <laughs> no, but honestly, is that, is that a thing? Do you guys no. have to, no, Shut, no, no, nope. Um, nope. No, oh. Genuinely. No. Oh, oh, I thought that was no, like not going there. No, no, generally. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that's not a thing. Um, but 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 genuinely, not the pill jokes aside. But do you notice the difference between like fucking someone in their forties versus like their twenties? I honestly, I, I, think, I brought this up before. I'm just curious. I honestly think that he's like much better in bed than younger guys. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just an experience thing or if it's just or whatever. But like I know, and like someone was like, like asked her like, oh, is it even? It's no. There's no difference in getting it up or anything like that. Honestly, the sex is great. I I don't think I would want to be in a relationship right, where the sex, sex is bad body. but especially yeah. not you no i don't think no so. it's great but honestly like i said there's so much more like he's a great person and i genuinely mm-hmm. do care about him and like he's so he like, drinks as much as you that's helpful <laughs> no but he, and he's just wonderful to hang out with he's great to talk to and he's very but like i'm just a fucking psycho and like here's the thing that i was getting to i like, promise you he's also a psycho yeah you know but, i mean like, he has to be to put up with my dumb shit but like the other day so like i he a lot of people know him like right when i first started dating him this other girl comic like sent me this like nasty message on facebook messenger and was like just so he's my everything and if you ever hurt him i'll I'll mess i'll like i'll break your every i'll break your like something like threatening physical harm on me and all this different stuff and like and i was like did you hook up with her because why is she sending me these crazy messages like this is like an ex-girlfriend message that someone had sent it wasn't an ex no 
So it was a close friend? No. No? No. Nope. Oh, so it's not a friend of his. Because I can understand. No, he like did her podcast once, and I oh, think they're uh, friendly like in sure, being. Sure, sure. Because I was going to say, I get that when someone starts dating someone you're close to and you want to just let them know, like, especially if they have a reputation that you have, it's like, yo, this is my boy. Don't fuck him up. But also, because that's then just, we're going to have problems. But also, that's yeah. just drama to preemptively say that nah, to but, someone. No, nah, but you like, know that's what? That's such if, an if immature, someone, like, high school but thing. But if someone you, if someone you love, whether the guy you wrote down for was like Matt Maness or started, someone started dating Matt and, you know, you knew she had a bit of a history that was like, a little drama ridden, you, you might say, look, hey, you seem great and all, but like, don't fuck him up because that's my boy and I no, got his back. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I, 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 I say that to, I've said that to people who dated someone super close to me and I knew that they had a history and I say, look, I'm ha- I'm happy you two are together, but don't pull the bullshit you pulled on them. Well, Do not pull on my that. friend. This is the thing with that. Yeah. I, this is a two two points on this. Is that one? I would never say that because, like, say Matt Marin, one of my best best friends sure. in the entire world. If he started dating some girl, and whether I knew her history or not, I would never say. Like, listen, just so you know, I will fuck because that is preemptive drama that's already creating a rift, even, Mm. you know, between you and this person. If this girl's going to be around, why would I want to start drama with her? If we're going to be a part of of all I want now is smooth sailing and I want her to be good to my friends. Also, when you say something like that, it's going to force this girl to want to alienate this person from his group of friends because she's going to feel unwelcome around them. Like, can you imagine if, like, say, like, we're using Matt as an example, sure. one of my best friends. If he brought a girl around and the first thing I said was, oh, listen, if you ever hurt him or you make him upset, I will fuck your life up. No, you a, know, right away, there, she's going to be like, okay. There's Alex a more subtle, kind of- cuter Italian mob type of way of just being like, look, oh, you're great. I'm wonderful together. By the way, you do anything bad to no, him, we'll cut your head off. I don't, I'm so happy to have you around. No, I don't think there's a need to say that. I think that's, that's when you become an adult and you hope that this person realizes mm. that you shouldn't not hurt somebody because of fear of getting fucked up by their friends. You should not hurt somebody because you should be a decent person. But I don't think anyone actually expects that you're going to get fucked up by the friend as much. As, it's just letting you know right, that like, like, there I are just people like, that care about your new partner. Obviously, yeah. there are people that care about everyone. Like, I don't think there's a need to let them know. But the worst thing about this girl mm. is that she's not even a close friend of theirs. But I've had, <laughs> yeah, I mean, people, that, that's the crazy part. Like, of I that, had but. someone come up to me the other day and they were like, Oh, I didn't realize you were with him. Like, I thought he was dating such and such, which is another, uh, an older, like, another comedian. And then I got in my own another head. Another old person? Yeah. But I got <laughs> in my own head and started like stalking stuff and going through this. And I was like, Oh my God, why did he not tell me about this? This is mm. whatever. And then, like, but the fact that this person planted the seed of like, Oh, I thought he was still with this person. I always, and I was like, what are you talking about? He was still with this person. And I just went like crazy and was like, what are you not telling me? What do I need to know? And th- that's my own insecurities and that's my own stupid hangups. But I, um, yeah, I, I, um, what I was going to say, but the other part of that is that also like, who the fuck is anyone to judge somebody's past? And half the two half people's like past or whatever are hearsay or this and that. And like, who the fuck is anyone? To sit there and say, well, I've heard of this person. So because I, I don't know them personally, sure. but because I, I must know them because of what people have said. That's just such an immature and like a I, shitty thing. Speaking for myself, I don't know if it's as much it comes from a place of judgment, but just comes more from it's not as much a judgment on them. It's more me wanting to be protective of this person who I care a lot about. Right. So well, it's it's less of a trying to attack it's just me more trying to be defensive on their behalf right i understand that but also i feel like it's like everyone's an adult they can they can make their own choices they can be defensive you'd be surprised how not adult most people are right no i don't know i just i just feel like if there's 
that just starts drama before it yeah. ever needs to happen. That's how I feel. I, like, I feel like saying something like that right away to somebody is just creating drama where there need not be any. Sure. Okay. Like immediately, especially if you don't know this person well, or like if you bring someone around that's new to meet the friend group mm. and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, if you touch there, if you do that, it's like, mm, fuck you. But I, um, yeah, no. And I think especially too, especially in like the community we're in and stuff is that like word travels fast or people are quick to jump to one side or the other mm. or try to, you know, they want to judge or they want to say things. And, like, I feel like I've been at a disadvantage for a long time because um, I've always been closer with a lot of the guys than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, shut up, Billy. But, like, no. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, and yeah. even not No, that. but even, like, friend, friends, friends-wise. You were not the like most that. popular person in the Women in Comedy Facebook group. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but a lot of these girls, too, before I'd even met them, had made their decisions about me and had decided, like, oh, we don't like Alex because she's this. And I feel like the whole... There's a there's a stance of like the females in comedy that feel like if you are like you can't be better looking than them or if you're getting booked more, they're going to use it and they're going to be like, oh, it's because she slept with this person. Like I was hearing stuff about myself before I'd even met half these girls yeah. or I'd had girls be rude to me and it was like, oh, but if I slept around or if I looked like that and then but it's like, OK, you know what? You're really not you're calling yourself a feminist, but yet you're you're putting down another woman based on stupid things that you don't want to be judged by. So like you're saying that somebody calling you fat is judgmental. Okay, but but how is that? But how is it any different when somebody says, oh, she only gets these things because she's pretty? That's also judging someone by their sure. appearance. You get what I'm saying? But what I was going to say well, is- Well, that somebody by their appearance and their taste of your comedy. Because obviously, like I've seen very pretty comedians and they also crush. And then, you know, if you see- You've seen L- certain LA comics mm-hmm. and they show up and they're very pretty and god awful. But, you know, they get their- Right, but that's also the thing too. But like, if you've never even seen me on stage, and it's just like, well, she's just hot, then and that's why yeah. she gets booked, then that's not fair. Well, you to also say. have a very contentious online persona at minimum. <laughs> to be kind about it, I would say it's very contentious. It's right. very uh, poking the bear, which, like, poking I, the feminist bear, which I feel like I should be allowed to because <laughs> no, like, you're allowed what the fuck to. Ever? I'm but allowed they're to also allowed to, to respond in the way that they do. Right, but a lot of that too is like a, is is a response to shit that was said preemptively to me mm. when I'm like I didn't even realize that. But what I was gonna say too as far as like reputations and shit go was like I got out of a relationship a while ago mm-hmm. asshole punched me in the face mm-hmm. and the thing was is that like I mean I had a fucking black eye and the thing is is he had like one episode of a TV show on the law <laughs> on the law and order SVU marathon channel and people that didn't know me but knew he had this thing coming up because everyone in this business thinks that everyone can get you something mm-hmm. or if you are friends with somebody who was on one episode of one show then therefore obviously they're gonna get you that episode because that's how this works that's why i fucked alex right i'm just i'm really banking you make it <laughs> that's hope yeah you want those opener spots don't well, you you know you know fuck man that's 150 a set if anything really you do know it. is i work hard for it right I do my god awful best uh. no but you know what i'm saying so people automatically like the biggest thing people jump to and it was more women than men, too, when this had all happened, was, well, he's always been nice to me. Mm-hmm. I think she's making this up. And I was like, oh, because I just painted this black eye on. Like, you know, and people automatically were like, well, he's always, like, because they're so afraid. And it gave me this reputation of, like, you know, she's crazy. <laughs> and you know this. And somebody, like, and I'd heard different stories. Like, one was a doorknob. I heard a sidewalk. I mm-hmm. heard a counter. Like, all these different yeah, things. That I, like, I heard some of those, too. <laughs> then I was like, okay, first of all, can we just pick one and stick with it? Just so I can up. They just, I'm going to give one liner to them is that when all this happened, it was a very public, like you put out a Facebook post. And so within the comedy community, this was a very much talked about thing. Well, you continue. What, I just want to let them yeah, know that it was a thing. Sorry, well, what happened? About. And the only reason I put that up on Facebook was because right after it happened, um, and like we've been broken up, whatever. And I was really trying not to make a huge deal of it. 
I um I was like you covering up the thing with yeah. concealer and everything like that. And there was one night where it had been a long day and I'd like I think I had to rub my eye or whatever, but it also the makeup started wearing off. And somebody saw it. We were at New York Comedy Club actually, mm. and a couple of my friends saw it and they were like, What the fuck happened? And I was like, eh, it's not a big deal, whatever. And I guess someone had and you know, word of mouth happened. So I didn't really say anything. A couple days later, he and I had since broken up. He goes on JC Best podcast. Oh yeah. And JC brought it up. And then he started spinning some elaborate story, like going out of his way to be like, well, let me tell you what happened first. Is that this mm. and that? And I'd never even said anything. Right. Like I hadn't said anything yet. And that's when I was like, no, here's what happened. Like you're not going to turn around and try to say that I was doing this and that and I tripped and fell. when, Like he was saying that I was like trying to stab him and he wrestled the knife out of my hand and I fell into something. And right. I was like, no, no, no. And I'm not going to let in the fact that he jumped up and tried to cover up his story before anything anyone was even saying anything. Yeah. That's where I was like, no, I'm going to say something. And I'm going to and there was and the only reason I took a picture of it was because the whole night that that had been well, going down. Well, anytime there's any sort of injury, like you should always take a picture of that. That's I mean, and I, honestly, I'm so happy I did just because of everything. But also like the whole night that that was going down, I had been texting one of my friends because um, I was trying to leave the apartment and go up to stay with her. And he yeah. like would physically not let me leave. But I, I was like, and then like basically she was calling me and he answered the phone. He's like, nope, she's fine. She's just drunk. No worries. We're okay. And I woke up the next day and I took a picture and like my, cause I remember waking up and so like, you slept there after the, yeah, the cause he literally would not let me leave. And I don't even know cause I, uh, the, either story cause I didn't listen to this podcast and I only skimmed your thing cause right. I was, I'm a big fan of like, ah, oh, I should probably have both sides or no sides because, right. uh. Well, I you feel know, like it's hard especially because there was it wasn't like there was cops that came over or anything like that. Right. Um. I mean, what? Not to be one of those guys who I'm. I understand the dynamics that can be in play. I would. I think it would be helpful for people to hear both men and women. Why didn't? Why did you decide not to call the cops that night? Okay. Truthfully, I. Um, I had some stuff going on that he basically had threatened to jeopardize I, i'm trying to think of the best way i can say this without making it like super public um that he he was trying to like jeopardize he had basically threatened like if you let the cops know this is what i'm gonna do there's this a, is a the... comedy related no 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 um oh oh because you're yep right i what yeah so that was sorry. the thing okay, i don't okay, really okay, want to put that yeah no, so no, basically course, that was the thing and he was like you do know that this is what i'm gonna, I'm gonna call this yeah yep, and this is and that was it and he and i i was just so in fear of that because that's not that's something that not only jeopardizes my life but it jeopardizes somebody else's who's completely a by an innocent innocent third party had sure, nothing sure. and i could not like so i just didn't do anything about it yeah and that was and that's what everybody's like why didn't you go to the cop and i was like there's a lot going on that i didn't you know so that was basically and, uh, uh, yeah an abuser can do something they will find their leverage mm -hmm. and make sure that they use it to, and that was to protect exactly, themselves and that was exactly what it was and I knew I was like that would fuck me that would fuck over a lot of people and, person, and yeah. this is not what I and I kind of just like swallowed my pride and was like okay I guess this is what I'm gonna have to deal with was this uh, was this the only incidence of, of physical violence not at all he was a big like grab you really hard or like shove you type of person. Yeah, okay. And I've definitely like I remember one time he did grab me and I definitely did turn around and backhand him. Yeah, like you can physically you are capable of doing you, right. You can right. you could throw bows with this kid. No, it That's, definitely so, wasn't the first time it gotten physical, which I think yeah. now too is definitely the sign in any type of relationship. Like no, nothing physical is ever okay, and there's no type of you know. But that was the thing with that was the um 
without going to the cops was he kind of held that okay. over me and that was the immediate thing and then he wouldn't let me leave that night but I sent a picture to my friend who I was talking to and yeah. I was like I don't know what to do and I'm really glad I had that picture because I feel like other than that there would have been this whole web of whatever spun but the thing that spoke most to me about this about this entire situation is just like how quickly the just the culture we have we live in and the community we have if there's any type of good or any type of heat under a guy everyone's so quick to blame the woman for being the crazy one or trying to take them down like even the whole amber mm -hmm. um heard and johnny depp thing right that to me just like i was watching that story happen and i was like oh my god this is the same she was saying listen he's abusive and he's this yeah. and everybody was like oh she's just trying to tarnish his name she's just bitter and she's going after something and like just we as a society are so quick to jump to the woman and say oh well it's because he has this and that's how sure. she's gonna ruin him and that's how and it's like so where is women are we are we just supposed to sit there and be silent and be like well if I say something everyone's going to think that I'm lying and if I don't say something that everyone's going to say well why didn't you say something so it's this weird and I I don't know I, I just think the, the good and bad response to that as I, it's slow but I think the response that our culture is taking is that we are starting to believe the women a little more often I think yeah. as as the old people die out the younger people uh, fill in the space and you know. But the problem is I think there's some overreaction that now it's an automatic believe in the woman and automatically the guy did it. No due process in some scenarios. And it's and no one realizes, no, you got to go in the middle. Everything yep. there's it's all nuance. It's all case by case basis. It really, you know, very much is because I mean, look at the best selling because that was kind of around when you posted, right? I think it was um, months after. Yeah. Okay. V same time period, like same year, right? Yeah. Best selling, very, you know, uh, famous. Uh, but very funny comedian dates another comic and posted a picture of some abuse and everyone automatically was behind her. But you post your picture of the abuse and everyone jumped beside him. And it's it's sad that like it's going either way and no one wants to really hear what happened. Well, I think also too the thing with me was that he was somebody that like, you know, had a little bit of heat under him and yeah. everyone was like, Oh, I can't say something about him because therefore you know, like people are afraid sure. to just take a stance where then I had so many people like messaging me and they were like I'm so sorry you're going through this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Could you, know you say that publicly? Yeah. Right. Because Not I, even that, but like, okay, you're so sorry I'm going through this, but yeah, you're publicly going to keep supporting, oh, check out my boy doing this show. It's yeah. like, fuck you. And the thing was too, is like half these girls that are like the, you know, the feminists or whatever, were the ones that are like, he's always been nice to me. It's okay. Cause mm. he was good to me. I'm like, when, what, what? And like, it's just weird because like you kind of, when you get in relationships like that, you look at it and you're like, you don't know somebody really until you date them, until you, you are intimate with them, until you have this. So like, who the fuck are you to judge that this is um, like who what somebody's relationship is? And like, that's why I'm not trying to, not to cast judgment on situations or like, I don't know. And I think like, especially too, but my thing too has always been the consent thing. That's why I've kind of kept my, my, my two cents away from that because that's been a huge thing this year is like, whoa. Well, just the whole like if, you have some sense to say on consent. Well, my thing is like I'm still unclear because I think it's a very blurred thing, and like I feel like you're a good person to have this conversation with. As far as I didn't like, even know this was a conversation in your head. With the con, well, what the because, consent cons conversation <laughs> is because considering like what I had to explain to you earlier this year, yeah, I was if there was a brief period of time where we were considering like some sort of like kinky or threesome with my girlfriend, and I thought if, about it. Yeah, and and I said, hey, you gotta be, we gotta see you like sober. Two times in a row, maybe, because we can't really do like BDSM like with heavy intoxication involved, right? And and and, and, and the reason why, and I didn't know if you were ever like annoyed at that because consent is so key, both in sex, and especially in like BDSM, where we're gonna be like hitting people. <laughs> 
Right. You know? So, uh, yeah, no, consent's super key. I just didn't know it was a thing that was on your mind. Also. Well, I often think about it because, like, I don't know if you've been following all the stuff that happened with the the ex-gallery getting shut down. And have uh, you watched another, have you read that? There was another accusation within the last 24 hours I, I heard awful, about. Awful. I know nothing of the well, who's or the Well, I've basically been keeping up on it. But basically, the girl who I know and who I very much um, – respect and and trust okay. um basically came forward and she wrote this whole paragraph and she's like i've been trying to figure out how to say this but when i found out they got shut down for the second time honestly i felt a huge wave of relief and she used to run a show there i'd done her show there before mm. um and she basically was saying that like listen i ran a show there for a while um one night one of my friends came out to see me we all wound up staying and getting drunk there I don't even remember one of my friends came and visited. She goes, I don't even remember her being there at all. That's how drunk I was. I do remember waking up with, you know, this guy on top of me vaguely and being like, I don't think that I wanted, I didn't want that to happen. And like, I remember going out and getting a cab and I remember the next day being like, why did you do that? I never wanted that to happen. And she said, I always had really feel weird feelings around him. And I ended up moving my show from that venue for those reasons. And I kind of explained to him and he was like, oh, I understand. So basically there was I, the way you, she explained it. You to, explained to him? She explained, she explained to, him? to him. And I guess he was like, no, I understand. <clears throat> she she said to him like, hey, I feel like you raped me. And he was like, I understand. Wait, like, I think she said like, I feel really weird about what happened that night. Okay. And I don't I don't remember. I'm very poorly par- paraphrasing. Sure, sure. But basically it came to the issue of like he it seemed like the, almost the Brock Turner scenario of like she wasn't within her capacity to give Secure, consent. Sorry. And it was, and I think when you get to that point, especially when one person is way more drunk than the other, mm-hmm. you can't say, okay, this is just the case of two people hooking up. And this is drunk. why many times uh, there were some like false tries on both ends. Like there were times I tried to text you when in that time period where we were talking and, and, mm-hmm. and around then a couple years ago, yeah. there were sometimes I hit you up, but there were times you would hit me up. I could tell you were drunk and I didn't feel comfortable fucking you. Having seen what you even kind of drunk is like. Right. Because I don't want a blurry line of consent. Right. Well, see, that's my thing with consent is like, this is where I wonder is that I, um, because I feel like when you're, when you're hooking up with somebody, because definitely in college, I'd gotten drunk, um, like, you know, both like gotten drunk at a frat party, been with a guy who was drinking with me all night, Mm -hmm. hooked up with him. And it was both one of those things that, like, I wanted to. And I remember, like, I was drunk, yes. But I remember, like, I wasn't, like, being dragged, like, clubbed over the head and dragged back to his room. Yeah. Like, it was like, uh, okay, yeah, I I wanted to do this. I woke up the next day and was like, all right. And I never once felt like, oh, my God, my I was, like, violated or I was taken advantage of because oh, you're I was like, drinking. I was drunk, but I want some D. But and, we were both yeah. drunk, and it was what it was. Like, I've never, I never felt, like, that situation of, like... Oh, I felt like I maybe I couldn't fully maybe I like mentally like I wasn't there, but also like I knew at that point, like I'm hanging out with like date parties and stuff, too. Like, obviously, I went because I was attracted to this guy. If he'd ever made me feel uncomfortable or annoyed, I would have left. Like, I remember a formal, I think maybe my freshman or sophomore year, I wound up getting like kind of matched up with this guy. It It was a one of my friends. He was an asshole. I ended up getting hammered. But then I remember after formal, I was like, I'm leaving and I'm going back to my dorm. Sure. And that was where it went was because I, and if he, if he had pressed the issue and been like, stay with me, that would have been a problem. But yes. I remember being like, no, I'm going and I don't like you. In and the I middle don't. of the sexual encounter or like after? No, no, no. Before. Okay. Oh, before anything okay. even happened. Right, right, right. Okay. But that was the thing is like after formal, everyone was going back there to drink. And I remember going back for like a little bit and being like, I don't like you. I don't want to stay here. I'm leaving. Like, yeah. no, you don't need to drive. No, you don't need to get me a ride home. No, you don't need to walk me back. I'm good. And whatever. But I also think, too, like I now I'm seeing these lines of consent with like even like I mean, I, this is my question to you. Like, so if you and a girl hook up 
and you're both a little bit intoxicated, but you started the night sober. You'd made the plan of like, okay, we're hanging out. We're doing this. Have a couple drinks. You go back and you hook up. Is that consensual? If you're both drinking and you're both kind of under this understanding. People people keep going. They go like, well, if you're drunk, you can't consent. That's not true. But when it comes to like most college campuses will for their person, for their school standards, won't allow drunk to mean consensual um, for their purposes. But I mean, for really fucked up reasons, we have like, well, there's campus rape and then there's rape rape outside. I mean, that's the way we handle sexual assault on college campuses infuriates me for totally different reasons. I personally think for the thing with with the way they handle sexual assault on college campuses is there's that thin line. And this is why people are so well, that's why it's got to be you got to communicate. And we've got so many things going on. You got women who are being raised to be deferential to men, so they maybe won't communicate when they want to. You've got some men not being taught exactly what consent is versus good sex versus bad sex. You got some women who are like I believe there are men who have raped who didn't know that they raped someone. I, agree. I believe that there are women who were not raped think they were raped. And I think there are women who have been raped who don't realize that they were. Because we don't teach comprehensive sex ed in schools, which would include consent sense uh but we don't teach that so no one fucking knows well but like honestly too these are my like lines of like where you said like college rape and this and that is i think we've almost reached this culture of like i can go out and get drunk at a, at a frat party and the guy that i'm with and i can you know not be roofied or anything like that yeah. and just be drunk and the guy that i'm with can also be drinking and give it yeah he was giving me shots but he was taking him too and he was drinking beers all night and whatever we hook even up. if he's not doing shots like it's totally fine for a sober person like right but if yeah. i'm if i'm saying to him like hey i want to stay here and yeah. whatever and and then the next day, if I leave and he doesn't text me, I can turn around and be like, he took advantage of me. You could do that. And now within the way that the campuses are set up, I could probably like burn this guy at the stake yep. had I wanted to. But when you really look at it objectively, it's like, no, I was just as much a party in this as I am. And I think where I come from this, and I think there's a lot of, especially female comics who stand on this line of like, he raped you. You were raped. You were violated. Where I stand on this line of like, I have two younger brothers mm. and I would absolutely fucking die if they were in this situation. Situation where they were at a party, they hooked up with yeah. a girl, and the next day she regretted it or she felt like, okay, I was a little bit drunker than I should have been last night. I think I was raped. And, and it's I, like, were you, because you know what, they right. were drinking too, but now you're going to like hang this yeah. kid out to drive me, make him face jail time because and, you made a stupid decision. We all I, make those. Or at minimum get kicked out of school. But, and I, and I want to, and I'll address that in a moment um, with the difference between saying to someone, you were raped versus the how to go about it. Um, just to get clear on like that consent line, it's, it's incapacitation is what the legal standard is. So, and, and the difference between, and I don't know, I didn't read the post of this woman. I don't even yeah. know the comic you're talking about, but what you're describing is she came to in the middle of sex. Or like was, sort of or, came to and it was still really fuzzy. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. I definitely feel like she was incapacitated. Yeah. So yeah. she was blacked out. Yeah. Now, the thing is, you can be blacked out and no one can tell. That's the, that's the problem, that's right? Scary I'm sure everyone thought Alex Engelberg was the life of the party, blacked out, and no one had a fucking idea. Uh, oh yeah, I'd have nights right. where I come back with stamps from bars and be like, I don't remember. Right. Being so that. the problem is like sometimes you got like a Brock Turner situation where it was like she was passed out against a dumpster, fucking like splayed out, versus someone who's blacked out, and sometimes you can't tell. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I just try to avoid those situations entirely, which I think is a smarter thing. I agree. As at least the the penetrating party is, uh, yeah, like. If, if she seems too drunk, I'm just going to pass or I'm going to say, like, we're not going to fuck, but maybe we'll do some lighter stuff or we'll hook up and I'll get your number. We'll do this another time. 
but Espe- I'm not especially right. for a first time hookup. Like I'm not even coming close. That's why it took so long, I think, for us to hook up because well, there's so many times you were wasted. I was like, the first time we fuck can't be you wasted me sober. Just well, I'm not I taking that. Think that's to- a risk you take. Well, like I remember fucking who I hate, Lena Dunham. <laughs> I can't stand her. Do you can't stand her because she's a feminist or because she's fat? Which one? both, <laughs> both. There's a lot of things that I can't stand about her. Um, and the thing is, is I do like the show Girls, and it almost makes me angry that I do enjoy the show because there's so much I don't like about just her and everything she stands for. Right, but like you're a character of that show. I don't know which one I am now, but um, that's the. <laughs> but no, but the thing is, is that oh my like, God, she- what if what if you're Lena Dunham? Don't. Don't, what don't, if I'm not? I know you draw gross. your power from your hotness, but like, what if gross. I took that away from you? Don't was be like, gross. <laughs> don't be gross. But I, um, the thing with her is that she wrote an, one of her essays in her book was about how she was raped. And she talks about how I was in college, I was at a party, me and this guy were drinking, I was very drunk, I was like brownout status or whatever. Mm-hmm. I brought him back to the apartment after we were finished hooking up, he left a little while later. And the next day I was telling my roommate about it. I was like, yeah, we were both drunk. We hooked up. And then, you know, he left. He didn't stay the night. And she was like, you were raped. And he go- she goes, and it hadn't even hit me until my roommate told me. I'm like, so do you think maybe if it didn't occur to you until somebody's forcing it to you? Yes, you were raped. Yes, you were taken advantage of. Maybe you weren't. With only those details, of course, you go like, no. But like, I don't know what, like how much further the conversation between her and her roommate but was. But basically it yeah. was just saying, and I'm like, no, basically what happened was he was drunk realized he went home with you and was like i gotta go yeah however like that for the campus standards of sexual assault fits and and so if you want to say uh they they count as like sexual misconduct right is to fuck someone who's you know drunk uh even if they're totally in control of their faculties but just you know drunk but also too i think there's a very very thin line and i think women need to really think about this before they pursue the thing of like is this is this something I want to pursue? Because like I'll give you an example. Kid I went to high school with mm-hmm. um, had a girlfriend. You already know where this is going. He was he had an early birthday. Was eighteen. His girlfriend was fifteen or something like that. Parents found out they were having sex. They'd been dating for two years, but they pressed charges anyway. Press charges. Yeah. The kid went to jail. Ha- is now a sexual like uh-huh. on the sexual offender registry for something that he was in high school having sex. Did he? forcibly rape her no No. it was just statutory statutory and that's the way the thing goes and now this kid's life is ruined there's a same-sex female couple down in florida a couple years uh, like several years ago where the i think she was like it was um it was just like a few months off and the parents were mad that like her daughter their daughter was a lesbian so they pressed charges against the older one everybody in the community the parents of everyone involved they just uh went nuts i remember that i remember that i remember that because she was like a 17 year old or 17 year old like girl. 17 14 something like that yeah and that and, and they were saying well she's too they young they're it. trying to that's why it's statutory because she can't consent at this age mm-hmm. and she's trying to like take advantage and whatever but then i'm going to jump back in the lena dunham thing speaking of taking advantage mm-hmm. in that same book where she talks about oh, yeah, she talks about like i think i was right she talks about molesting her little sister but again it's molesting of if depending on what your definition of it was right right but then i'm and saying that, and that's why that's what's so rough is that if, depending which fucking blog you read the definition of rape is different. Right. And we're all on different pages. No one knows what the fuck to do. And so me, at least as like a penis wielder, I just try to take the safer side of things. And when fucking really hot drunk chicks hit you up, I try to be like, hey, let's like hang out sober maybe once. Uh, or, you know, uh, try not to put myself in risky scenarios. Right. Which is sad that I have to do that. Because um, not that I always assume that I'm going to get falsely accused of something. I'm also worried, like, am I going to accidentally cross a consent line that I can't visually see? 
You right. know what I mean? No, and I think that's the thing with consent and like sex and everything like that. And we were talking about like even like who would have thought this topic would have come out your mouth? Yeah, no, because like it's a something that like and I after all the stuff that happened at the X Gallery and then Aaron Glazer and all that stuff. Well, I too, never right? knew him, and I didn't. I don't know what like, and I don't even know who the accuser was. But it, like to me, that sounded like a scenario where. Like, and I don't know the whole thing, so I'm not going to jump in but on it. But the point because- is that, like, people will jump on the thing without any evidence, not hearing sides of a story. So for me, it's not about, like, whether or not someone raised it. It's just about, like, how are we going to respond? Are we going to do this Twitter mob mentality? Or are we going to let, like, a se- some, some semblance of a fucking justice system take place? Because, I, you know, Twitter mob shit, they don't realize, like, how you do that wrongly. You're fucked, you know? Well, that's the crazy thing, though, like I was going to say about it. That doesn't go away. Well, even the Twitter mob is, I guess, some guy, the reason that the the gallery got shut down, the reason that prompted this girl who was the victim of it to post was apparently some guy who had been banned from there. And like I said, the gallery itself was a very, very, like, liberal, like, very politically charged. Fire trap. Fire. Uh, fire. Yeah, yeah. And it it was not up to code. I mean, I don't think the code knew they were there. You know, it's right. I don't. I don't. Like when know people the said whole... they got shut down for fire code, I was like, I mean, that was going to happen eventually. But the thing was there, and it was this very like subculture of comedians who felt like, and I think it's great when you when you can provide any venue where people feel at home or they feel like they can, you yeah. know, go at work on their comedy or whatever it is. But I think the thing was is basically the guy who had supposedly shut them down. They were saying like, screw him. Also, he's a Trump supporter and he's this and we should all lash at him. And and this here was a safe space where it was good for women well, he and minorities. Snitched. He snitched. He snitched. But the thing is, all these people were, were all of a sudden, con- you know, just, you know, praising this space of like, this is a place for women and minorities and uh, everyone could feel safe here. And, and he's someone who's creating a non-safe space and he's threatening. And then it turns around that the owner of the place had done something and violated somebody that was supposed to feel safe there. And it's like, what the fuck is even going on anymore? Right. Like, uh, people like to just shout. I think they like so. To shout in all caps. Like I just think at this point, in in like the, just the community we live in, and like the way we, it's like I I don't want to get involved in anyone's bullshit. I have enough of my own bullshit to deal with. Yeah, you do. And I can't I can't keep having opinions on stuff because like I have to work on my own stuff at this point. You know, I can't keep having opinions on being a step for wife sounds almost romantic and the empty headedness that you're allowed to have. Like oh, it must be so nice to not really have opinions and just. Focus on cleaning and blowing my man. Like, that must be nice. I kind of want, like, there's moments where I'm like, oh, that must be nice. Like, I kind of want that. That's the thing, though. If I could, if if all I had to do was suck a dick to make my head go totally empty, I might have to consider that. Well, that's the thing that's fucking crazy is, like, years ago, I, like I said, I was in a relationship with a guy for a long time, and I thought we were going to get married, Mm -hmm. and I literally bailed because I was like, oh, my God, I don't want this. But I realized it's, I do want that. I just didn't want it with him. Right. And I used to just, like... Like, I had a very bitter approach towards the girls who got married young and just became stay-at-home moms and stuff. But then I'm like, oh, my God, I am so jealous of that their ability to do that. Because, like, can you imagine if we were normal people and we didn't put on these little fucking shows and make people <laughs> sit in rooms and watch our little shit that we had to say? Like, what if today was just Monday? Do you know how nice life would be? Oh, that, like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like in the Matrix. Like, if you don't know that you're in the matrix sounds pleasant, but being here and seeing what Monday is, I go like, Oh, I can't, I'd blow my brains out. Maybe I would. Yeah. That's, why I, quit, that's why I quit my day job. Cause right. like Monday was starting to f- feel like a Monday and not what my Monday is supposed to be. Yeah. Right. No, that's, I don't know. It's just such a strange, like everything, like I said, everything like that. But I, I feel like even especially like in the lines of like this community and dating and people's mm-hmm. relationships and everything like that. If I've learned anything, it's just to stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. Like, and I think that, that's why with, I'm call I'm only calling him Dickhead because you've nicknamed him such. Uh I've known Dickhead since he was like, you know, sixteen, seventeen or whatever when yeah. he started coming around. 
Um, since that would have been you were a freshman, <laughs> well, right? I, I, when you well, started, I wasn't. I was a sophomore in college, and I, around then, you so know, you would have been what 18, 19? Yeah, like when I was like nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. So you been, like, he started coming yeah. around the club, so I knew him. Not that like we're friends, but like I know him. I have a cordial relationship with yeah. him. I see a black eye picture. I'm like a black. You know, I'm gonna form my own story, but I didn't jump on a bandwagon either way. Exactly. Uh, I was like my 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 public stance at the time was like eh, I dislike both of them equally. Yeah. I uh, that's. You know, it's probably shitty, shitty things happened. And anyways, I try not to jump on that and and write big, long, long reads about things. I'd rather talk rather about the situation rather. I'd rather not talk about the situation more about the the cultural context of it all. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing, too, is I think that's that's what killed me was there were so many more people that were willing to jump onto one side or the other or have something to say about it than actually like, all right, what can I do to fix this? Or like, what's going on here? Why is there a trend of of this happening frequently. And like, yeah, I don't know. I think that that's where we, I want to write less long posts and just more like 140 character, funny tweets about my dick. Oh God. I think that's way more, Wouldn't that be nice? way easier. Start tweeting about your dick more often. I promise it feels, it feels so good. much better. So I much tweet better. about the stupidest shit. Tweet about my eyeliner. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm aware. Uh, she's got an Instagram people. Uh, Alex underscore it. Engelbert. <laughs> um, what, but I mean, so you know, you're bringing up the consensus of, I you know, I mean, do you have an experience, you know, experience, what's your experience well, with sexual assault? Is I look back on this and I'm like, I've never once felt like I was assault. Like I've never once woken up in the morning or had an experience and been like, oh my God, I feel like I was, I was very violated. I was very assaulted and like, whatever. I've never, I've never had that feeling where now I look back and I'm like, holy shit. If this is really the line of consent, then I I minored in getting date raped in college. <laughs> if this is really the way it went, you know what I'm saying? So now me, I have this weird thing, but I'm like, I feel like if in me and my heart of hearts, if I never felt like this guy genuinely took advantage of me or this guy genuinely did something terrible to me, then it didn't. Like, I remember well, like- you can be, not everyone responds to assault the same way and some really it doesn't phase them. Yeah. So even if you- realize it years later you're like oh shit like i was definitely a rag doll that night there's no way i could have pretended yeah. to consent but if you still don't feel violent like that's okay like there's plenty of people who feel that way right who feel fine who just go like that's a thing that happened. i feel that way i go like that's just a thing that happened and i'm not like traumatized by it right i think maybe yeah if there was but like i said for me there's never a moment with like the consent thing because i was thinking back on it and like but that was my question too is like so say I'd been hooking up with somebody or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, the first couple of times alcohol was involved, a couple of times it wasn't. If one night this person's in studying or whatever and I go out and I've been drinking and I come back, but it's like, this has been an ongoing thing. So I don't feel thing, like I was I There's was something. Raped. No, 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 not at all. Especially, again, if, especially you're not incapacitated. But it's like, there's something also called like, uh, I forget if it's called assumed consent or there's implied, implied consent. Implied consent, yep. That comes into play eventually, but you can't, you know, people can't just lean on that. Implied consent doesn't mean like, well, we started fucking and she wanted to, but then in the middle she said no, but I was like, ha ha, too bad. You said yes. No, you know. Well, this you, is a question it, I had too. There was a post. It, it's all nuance. Right. There was a thing on Facebook a little while ago. Some girl had said like, you know, I was seeing this guy. We went home together. We we had sex. I woke up in the middle of the night with him trying to have sex with me again. And mm. I pushed him off me and I'd never felt so raped or violated. But I was like, but I feel like there, that's definitely an implied consent. But also like if you're naked in bed with somebody. Wait, she was asleep? She was like sleeping and he'd kind of woken up in the middle of the night and tried mm. to go for round two. See, that's not. That's yeah, not rape. That's, no, no, no. That's not okay. See, for me, I'm like, that's to, that. I mean, like, for example, like my girlfriend and I, we we both have given us each other to rape each other in our sleep. We were like, look, if I'm passed out, if for some reason I have a hard on, please, I would love nothing more than the wake up. We actually, I have, so I have 
we've realized, Paige and I, in talking, that I have a rape fantasy. Oh, God. But it, but it's like, it's... Be, I it's, have one. It's just not getting raped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, for us, guys, that's a common thing you'll hear women sometimes say, be like, oh, I have like a rape fantasy. I, we have a rape fantasy, but it's her raping me because we're very feminist like that. It's like, no. Um, and so we're trying to... We actually... Or we start talking, gaming it out to like, how could we make this fantasy realized? You know, yeah. how could we do this? Okay, like I can leave some doors unlocked at a certain time, go to sleep. But, you know, I, but then we were like, oh, well, I got to be able to be asleep. No one wants to make up, wake up in the middle of the rape fantasy that ruins it for you, right? So we were like, okay, maybe I should roofie myself. And then we started thinking, like, how does one buy roofies? Can guys get it up on roofies? I don't know, but like it's something I'd be willing to. Even if it was like her eventually getting a butt plug in me, and I wake up with it, like do you guys do that shit? Yeah, she bought me a set of three butt. Pl- it was my first butt plug. She bought me a little. I feel like you guys are small, into weird shit. Small, medium. Uh, we do weird shit, but I, it's me. Like I just like having fun. Right. I don't have like a fetish for a thing. She's definitely kinky. She's very. She switches. We had a threesome the other night where I was out with um. This chick I'd hooked up with a couple years ago. Okay. Went for drinks. I'm not really feeling the connection. I text Paige, and she's bisexual, and I know she's subby, and I text Paige, like, would you want to come back with us? She's very submissive. Paige, we, we get here, Penny and I get here first. We start fooling around. It's fine. I'm trying to be dominating, but I'm not very good at it. Uh, you know, you can tell. Like, if she says, ow, I go, like, oh, my God, did I hurt you? Uh, Paige walks in in full dom mode, be like, on the bed turn around i go and i gave Paige's ass a little slap she's like not while i'm in dom mode or do you want to be on that fucking bed too and it, so her and i like took we we dominated this woman together and it was fucking hot as shit right um uh i don't know how we got to oh so my very fancy so butt plugs yeah butt plugs so i said like we could also do that and like i wake up with one and i don't know that that was gonna happen but we were thinking like how does one buy roofies because i don't you can't just go to like Murray Hill, Kips Bay area. There's got to be dudes at bars with them. But I feel like they're <laughs> look for anyone wearing boat shoes, right? Boat shoes. When I go up to the guy with boat shoes, I feel like I'd be like, yo, man, you got roofies. He'd be like, nah, I need them tonight. You know? Right. So I'm like, where does one buy them? And I refuse to believe a date rapist is just this like casual chemist on the weekends where he's making his own like breaking yeah, bad. I don't know. And I don't know if like drug dealers have them. Like, you can't I don't know call a could, drug like, dealer. Hit up your weed dealer. No and be, way. Like, Do you also have roofies? You like, can't say like, yo, man, I need like an ounce of weed but- and you know, some roof. You can say, Hey, I need like uh, an eight ball of Coke. And that could be for anything. Right. Right. That could be for any occasion. You call someone and say, Hey man, like I need roofies. There's only one reason you need those. Right. I don't know where people get them to be honest. Cause I've never even like, and I've done uh, every You've done, drug. Yeah. I've never once been like offered, not like offered a roofie, but even been in the capacity where somebody like had them. Right. To sell. Right. I don't, I don't know where it happens yet. People's. Seem always so I don't up. know. Yeah, people always seem to find them, but I don't know. That's, if anyone knows, please. Please, Billy's trying to get raped. I'm trying to get raped here. <laughs> I, so clearly your girlfriend's like a dominant person or she likes she to switches. be. She's actually very subby, but she can get into a dominant mode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's why cool. when we were at Fight Club and she watched you, I think, battle. She said she's only made comments really on two comics. So there's one she watched Hunter White and goes like, I just want to fucking I just want to fucking with a strap on. Does um, she do that? Do you guys do that? I have not taken a strap on yet. I'm, See, that's something that has just never been of interest to me to right. do, to want to be a yeah. part of, to want to like. Which is fine. No, it's funny. I had a friend, a kid I bartended with, was telling me how like one of his buddies, apparently he set him up with like a girl he knew 
and they like went out, had a good time. And she, she texted him. She's like, dude, he wanted me to peg him like the first night we hung out. And yeah, I was like, like a first night. No, pitch. but also <laughs> like if anyone ever mentioned that to me, I'd be like, nah, dude, nope, not my thing. Yeah. Not into it. Like just for me, like it could be for like some people, but just like that's something for me. I never, ever had the, yeah. the inclination or the desire. Like I didn't even realize that was a thing. I feel like this is a very uh, recent topic. People are talking about it. That's because the Broad City did it. So now people discuss it. People oh, I I've never watched Broad ta- City. People weren't talking about rim jobs till they saw it on girls, you know? It's- right. But it was like a thing. Like I, I feel like recently in recent times people are like pegging, pegging, pegging. And I'm like, when is this? Who is this happening to? Because luckily it's never been an, like, an issue for me or nobody's brought it up with me. I've been like, I want you to do this. Because mm-hmm. if anybody ever asked me to do that, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> nope. Sorry, not my, but I guess for some people, it's like whatever burns your barn. Yeah. Like, I guess that's really. Whatever burns your barn. I have not heard that one, but I like that one. There you go. Uh, so that float your boat, burn yeah. your barn. But yeah, no, for me, that's the thing. But I guess for some people, that's like, yeah. or like, even like, I guess you're a lot more sexually liberal than I am. Like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would be comfortable at like one of the sex parties you go to or anything Yeah, but like you that. also like lean more submissive. Yeah, definitely. Because the other person she meant, so she says she wants to fuck Hunter with a strap on. I go, not allowed. Um, I vetoed that one. Um, I was like, I don't think I could like enjoy that. But then she goes like, she watched you fight somebody, and she goes, oh, I just want to like beat the shit out of her, <laughs> and not in a jealous like she's my girl, and then she knows we fucked and 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 saw you demolish me in a roast battle. She uh, she just goes like, I just want to beat the shit out of her in like a kinky consensual way, and then I hit you up, and you were like, Well, I was like, were, What do you, you mean? Were, like, curious. And well, I, I didn't know what you meant. I thought it was like, because like I am, the, there's a lot of people very, that want to beat the shit right, out of me. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't know so long, you, meant. you were like, get in line, buddy. Uh, I was like, oh. But, you know, from the time we hooked up, like you were very submissive. You like being told what to do. Yeah. I didn't know how much into like the hitting or choking and slapping type stuff you'd be into. Yeah, no, I am a lot more submissive, though, I think, which I think a lot of people are surprised by, too, because I'm like a very like assertive person. No, in that's, real life. that's like the fucking stereotype of a sub is like, the executive woman who wants to get collared and beat up on, on the weekend. Right. Oh my gosh. The amount of women I see at these parties who are like high, who make a shit ton of money. And then it's like, no, I need to get the shit beat out of me. I think that's the thing with sex. though, is it's a very like realm of like control, not like even control, but like, it's just such a different realm of your life yeah. that like, that's, I think why people like these escapes or why people um, are into the stuff they're into because it's just escape from the norm. Like yeah. this isn't like your day to day life. Like you don't have to be, but I think also too, that's why like, the sex industry is such an industry because there are people that feel this outlet and they don't feel like they can publicly express these needs or wants or whatever. Right. Like even like that's why dominatrix dominatrixes have jobs yeah. because there are people who literally like need an escape from their whatever life and that's where they get off to it. And that's like, and even people that are in like relationships or marriages that will go to a dom anyway. And sometimes it's not even sexual. Like I have a yeah. friend who used to be a dominatrix. Most, most of them aren't. Yeah. I have a friend who used to be a dominatrix. She's literally like guys would want to kneel and like let me whip them or stuff like That's that. It. Like I would never have sex with them. They They're, wouldn't. That Well, doms don't have typically don't have sex with the clients the whole point is that that's for an escort doms don't do that yeah doms do that's why being a dom is fairly legal yeah because you're not actually penetrating like as long as you don't put the butt plug in them you can hand it and be like here you little fucking bitch put that inside yourself that's legal to tell someone to do right and as you long can as get you're paid, not and you can it. get paid for it as long as you're not actually doing the insertion. Right. So that's not te- technically that's not considered like sex work. Uh, at least not in most. It depends on your city. It depends on your jurisdiction. But right. Yes, no, but typically. that's so interesting to me because that's something because I had a friend who used to do it. And to me, that's just interesting because I'm like, 
I mean, I okay. Like, but she was saying she's like a lot of these guys are like married dudes that have this like fantasy, but they're also afraid to express it to their wives. Mm. So they kind of go elsewhere, get it, and then they go home and have like whatever type of sex they're used to with their wives or their partners. I'm like, that is not crazy. I don't want to use the term crazy because I feel like that's judgmental. I feel like you own that. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's my your term. word. Yeah. <laughs> but I just feel like to me, I'm like. Okay. So like that's the thing with I think with relationships like I've never really sought like outside of a relationship I've been in because I've I've always been at least expressive enough to be like, "Hey, these are the things I need or like this is what I want to do or right. this is ha- the type of sex I want to be having." So what's the type of sex you want to be having? Good. I mean, I don't uh, know. <laughs> okay, well like for example, like that night that we that that night of ours was like it was very there was definitely this like very submissive tone yeah. i'm not even normally used to. So is that a thing you normally do? I'm usually do a lot normally, more submissive. Like I don't like being controlled. Do you like yeah, I like choking and, and stuff and like that. I like choking and, and what about spitting. No, that no, grosses me the fuck no? out. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like one okay. time, someone spit and I was like, "Get the fuck off of me! This ruined everything. This is disgusting. Like this is yeah, not." Yeah, no, yeah. And I don't know why. I know some people are into it, but for me, it's just one of those things. Like that's where it goes from being like kind of hot to like demeaning. So what about like um some like like a fucking hairbrush paddle? No spanking. I don't think I could get into that. Not like fucking you with the hairbrush. No, I don't think Although I'd like that. Although some people are into that. No. no, I don't think I'd like that. You just want like an open hand. The open hand's fine, but like I don't think I would like like a hairbrush. No, it's, um, mm-hmm. no, no, no. No, but like I said, like one time I had someone spit on me and I was like, get off me. Like this is just, because like, I, I think that's where it goes to that level of being like, okay, I'm enjoying myself to like, okay, now I feel degraded. Right. Like now I feel like I'm at, like I don't, and that's like for me, there's that very fine line. And that's where like I hear about a lot of things and I'm like, no, I don't think I would like that. Mm. Nope, I don't think I would kick it. And I don't, I think it's a lot more mental than anything. So you don't consider me. yourself kinky? No, honestly, really. I really don't. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I do. That's fair. Yeah. You, you, you find all these things out about yourself or like you think like you're like, oh, I'm probably good in bed. And then you find out there's these people uh. who just do like all of this stuff that you're like, oh, okay. Maybe not. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm always surprised. I, there, a girl on Tinder the other day um, told me she has a cannibalism fetish. What the fuck? This hot woman who lives like nearby here. Uh, so she goes like, I'm into cannibalism stuff. Everything up until the actual eating a person. She's like, I'm a vegetarian, which I thought was hilarious. A vor with a vegetarian who's a so vegetarian. So what is she? She just wants she to watch wa- someone get mutilated? She wants, or? she wants to like watch me eat. She likes chubby. Like she wants to watch the eating and talk about how he's how delicious he's going to become and maybe like rub butter into me. And so at one point I go like, oh, cannibalism fetish. That's weird. But another part of me, it's like, fuck, you're really hot. Well, like, give me your best pitch. Like, I could take butter. Can we involve bacon? Now would be good. If you can involve bacon somehow, like that would definitely get me into this. Mm-mm. Like it wouldn't even she want she wouldn't even necessarily want the sex like penetrative sex as much as just like watching that and jerk off to it later so that's i don't know see that to me is very... i'm never surprised by people's shit at this point i've see, heard to me that i'm like nope nope no 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 like that to me which like even like if you ever i'm sure you've done this because but like when people like like the whipped cream on the tits or like licking whipped cream off somebody i'm Ugh. sorry fuck that it's messy it's gross i don't like it get it Why? away i don't want that even like shower sex to me is so like is this just pragmatically this does not work shower sex only works if you guys are the exact right proportions to each other and it's Otherwise, hard to make it work yeah, and also it's too short for me and it can't fucking do it. Also, there's like water everywhere. Nobody's like exactly getting the right ratio of water. You, you so someone's have your cold. Eyes, you got, your eyes half stupid. open. You're like, wait, I got water in the eye. It's just stupid. Like shower sex is the dumbest thing. Like I don't mind showering with somebody, but right. like literally like trying to fuck in the shower is just the dumbest thing and it never works. It's dumb. It's like I love the idea of it, but man, is it hard to do. Like right. I, I love getting a shower blowjob. 
But I got to imagine that's got to suck for you because now now you have to not only worry about getting cum in the eye, but you're also trying to keep water out water the eye. Water in your face. And it's just like, oh, this is Keeping stupid. The, yeah. But also, too, I'm like five feet tall. So like for that, it's like this <laughs> like this never works for anyone. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. There's so many different like, I feel, yeah, no, that's not a thing of mine. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I never... there's, there's no other, there's no like fucking thing you're willing to admit publicly that just fucking gets you going like no other. Honestly, I'm not that. I don't know. Like nothing. I don't. Even if it's something not necessary. Sex. I have a friend who nothing gets her wetter than seeing a man in a really nice suit. Like she'll get. She gets so hot and heavy for just like a rich looking guy. Not because she needs the money. She's got her own money. But man, that that's that look. No, I don't. I don't know. I think for me, like the more for you, I... it's just guy with a microphone. Really, <laughs> three beers in. No, I then think... I described your boyfriend. <laughs> No, for me, like the more I get to know someone, the more I get attracted to them. And the okay. more I like genuinely feel a connection with somebody, that's when I'm like, okay, I could really like, I sure. like this person. This is my, um, I have to love your soul. No, I'm just so, kidding. So is that why we didn't fuck again? Probably. Huh? I think I got to know you and I was like, uh... but it's so funny. Don't cause, worry, because I felt the same way. Like I said, I love you so much as a person. Like you're a great friend. I just never could date you. But well, yeah, this was a dating, but then uh, let's just say fucking. Yeah. Even then, I think I was just like, oh, I know him too much now. I'm kind of lost that aspect, like that attraction. I don't know. Like, I don't know. And there was a time where I was like, yeah, it could be easy. It could be convenient, like whatever. But now I look back at it and I'm like, okay, like it's probably best that this is a one and done thing. Yeah. And I mean that from the best way possible because sure. I love you. I think you're a good looking kid. You're great. Um, I really do care about you as a friend too. I really well, do. Well, that was the question to me because fucking you hit me up after a roast battle where you went on a tirade of like, well, he kept hitting me up and I, was, I wanted Which to call you bullshit. You kept hitting me up. No, you did. You did Lady, hit me what up. What did I tell you? I will po- keep posting screenshots. Well, that was after though, but before that, I I, had, I remember there were times when it was like you'd hit me up, you'd be like, "Hey, I wanted to see." I was see. just saying uh, up because because you would flake on me and ghost on me like two hours before we're supposed like to meet thing. up, right? And it's frustrating <laughs> as hell because I tell you stop fucking disrespecting my time. I know. I'm then sorry you went that. like, "Yeah, well, what about my time? It's important." And then and then that's why the the sex was so angry for me. <laughs> And I don't normally hate fuck. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, oh, I was, it was like angry. And that's why the roast battle was cathartic for me because I had these leftover feelings from that. Not like hurt like Fifi's, more like just, oh, this woman frustrated the fuck out of me. I think that's my feeling. I think I frustrate everyone. <clears throat> I would I, like to meet some, like one person I don't frustrate. Right. And, th- and then that's why the, the yeah, roast battle was very cathartic. Got to get it out. And, uh, and you know how I explained to, so my girlfriend, her crew is from like a very, politically correct sex positive world don't say the wrong thing say the right pronoun you can't bring in the fight club i'm trying to bring them to like roast battles to see like the worst things being said about an individual <laughs> and they'll have heart attacks and right. I, I told her i was like this is how you explain it to like very politically correct sex positive people is it's consensual non-consent with words yeah it's like bdsm with words we've consented beforehand to it and now we're gonna say the things and hopefully we're gonna be friends afterwards which is a great uh leeway to say we will be roast battling each other january 5th new york comedy club new york comedy club again rematch and uh i think people should come out i hope you all do if you live in the greater new york city area uh, I believe you can go to NewYorkComedyClub.com, get tickets for that. You can use uh, code Alex, A-L-E-X, or Billy for do, $5 tickets. Do we have that code? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I should, so just uh, use Billy or Alex for $5 tickets. Oh, shit. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, there if you're you buying go. two of them, buy one from each. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, we Please come out to that. Yeah. And, uh, and what other plugs? Uh, if people want to come check you out in other places or on the internets. Um, if you have been watching live today, uh, 9 o'clock tonight, I will be at Wiseman on 355 Bowery. Uh-huh. Um, and... I'm gone for the next week. And then uh, December 31st, New Year's Eve, I am at Laugh It Up in Poughkeepsie. 
opening up for the very talented Gino Bisconti. Uh, do you disclose that that's the boyfriend or do you try to keep that under wraps on stage? I, I, you know, honestly, I don't Does think he I'm go on stage and be like, hey, Alex Engelbrecht, everyone, her pussy tastes great. How was she? Yeah. No, 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 no. Or See, keep, that would make me mad. I think you keep it professional because even for me, like I haven't found but that's enough. Like, but that's like his character, though. Like, I right. feel like that. On- I mean, maybe. But like he actually made a really funny joke about because I have a joke in my set about like being crazy. And he was like, I would just love. He's like, you know, if you ever tried to pull crazy shit with me, it would just be hilarious. He's like, can you imagine reading the police report? OK, so you broke into his a. Uh, walk-up apartment that he shares with four roommates and like went into you know and they were he was laughing about it but but no um no i don't really like to disclose because honestly too like i haven't found enough in this relationship that i really need to be like i have so much other stuff that i talk about on stage that i haven't found a need to like really talk about this relationship it's still fresh yeah well not even that but like i just haven't found anything that i'm like oh my god that's so funny i should talk about this like i talk about my family a lot i talk about my friends like stuff that i really this is kind of something that i'm like i don't really need to make fun of it sure sure we'll see well, uh, and people can follow you on Instagram, right? Yes, please. Um, A-L-E-X underscore E-N-G-E-L-B-E-R-T. Do you have a website or anything? No, or? I'm lazy. No? Okay, La- lazy. Go check out on Instagram. Come check us out in your comedy club January 5th. Um, Alex, thanks again for coming by and, and chatting and, and unleashing your soul. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. And admit that you liked having sex with me. You can't keep texting me one thing and saying another in public. I want it, I want it on record now. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun, too. This is good. High five. They're going to have you. I got to see you, bud. What a great talk. Oh, man. Wow. Had some heavy stuff, some lighthearted stuff, some real stuff. Uh, honestly, I never really expected from Alex. I thought I, I was expecting a little bit more of a dumpster fire, if I'm going to be honest with you. I, I was kind of almost looking forward uh, to us really getting at one, in, getting at one another, maybe even, I don't know, given a preview of our January 5th roast battle, which, of course, you can see at New York Comedy Club and get $5 tickets with the promo code BILLY. That's B-I-L-L-Y. Really hope you enjoyed uh, this this week's show. If you want to check out more of Alex Engelbert, you can find her on Instagram. Again, that is at Alex underscore E-N-G-E-L-B-E-R-T. You can also find both of us on Twitter. She's at... Alex underscore Engelbert. I am at the Billy Presida. Say hi to the both of us. Uh, use the hashtag Man Whore Podcast. Let us know what you thought about the show. Be sure that you like the Man Whore Podcast fan page on Facebook. People who like the fan page had an opportunity to see the entire recording, including the withheld bonus episode uh, content during our Facebook live stream. I'll be doing a lot more of those uh, in the coming months and in the new year. And if you want to say something a little more privately to me, maybe it's longer than 140 characters, you can always shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Join the conversation with your fellow fan whores on the Man Whore Podcast subreddit. There are individual comment threads for every episode. I also post links to articles I've been quoted in, exclusive pictures, sometimes stuff of me and Paige or of my guests. And I also respond to all sorts of posts that you make on there too. For all you Redditors, it's r slash podcast. Again, I really hope to see some of y'all on January 5th at the Roast Battle. I hope you all enjoy your holidays with your family members. Hope you all survive them. Uh, I'm I'm off to Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh town. See if I can survive Paige's family, their guns, and their moonshine. So everybody stay safe this holiday season. And always... 
Stay slutty.